0: Welcome back. Time for another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. So grab your board, swim out into the sea of ideas, and let's see if we can't catch a wave today here with the uh, wavemeister himself here, the man who magically can change weather, I'm hoping, Matt Hines.
1: Uh, I'm hoping so too there, Paul. I imagine that means that the typically idyllic Southern California weather is not with us today. It
0: is horrible today. It's pouring rain. Everybody wants to stay home. Nobody wants to go out on the road. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's raining in Southern California.
1: It'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> uh, I am in the uh, world headquarters of Heinz Marketing here, outside of Seattle, Washington. Today, I'm on the East Coast next week, and my first stop is Boston, where, of course, there is supposed to be two feet of snow dropping yeah. on Sunday. So I'm hoping it gets it out. Just get it out of your system, there, Boston, and uh, okay, get in the next day, and hopefully everything. Looks well, you
0: good. know, you've got a great topic today here because I'm I'm feeling kind of old school today. That's pouring rain. My dober is down, as my dad used to say. I don't know what my dober is, but my dauber dauber. Dauber is down, and you're going to review something that hits home to an old guy like me. Can knuckle-dragging salespeople still succeed? I hope so.
1: I hope so, too, and we're going to find out shortly. But while Paul uh, goes and Googles uh, Dauber, we're going to get started here. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. Really excited to have you all with us. If you are joining us live on the Funnel Media Radio Network, we are here every week live at 1130 Pacific, 230 Eastern. For those of you joining us on the podcast, thank you so much for subscribing. Very honored and humbled that our subscriber numbers continue to grow as more and more people discover the program and our great guests and the ideas they're sharing. So thanks for joining us And every episode of Sales Pipeline Radio is always available past, present, and future at salespipelineradio.com. We, every week, are featuring some of the best and brightest minds in B2B sales and marketing. Today is no different, as Paul referenced. We have a knuckle-dragger on the call today, uh, a proud knuckle-dragger. We have the author of Knuckle-Dragging Sales. And a long-time successful sales executive, and now he is a podcast host, best-selling author, keynote speaker, consultant, sales mentor. He does it all. John Crowley is joining us today on Sales Pipeline Radio. John, thanks so much for joining the show.
2: Matt, thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited.
1: I am as well. You have a long and illustrious history in sales and sales management. Most of that. Uh, much of that in the healthcare space and I know like over the last couple of years You've been sort of ratcheting up on the consulting side as well talk a little bit Let's get right into it talk about you know this book knuckle-dragging sales, you know I think it, it certainly catches people's attention. What about this topic really sort of speaks to you?
2: Yeah, so, so the, the reason the genesis behind knuckle-dragging sales was that I spend a lot of my free time mentoring young salespeople And what I was finding is about 90% of the problems that we were discussing were a result of being completely overwhelmed and confused by hacks, by tips, by all the different tricks that people have out there. And uh, a lot of those tricks come from, like, sales gurus that have limited time actually selling. What I wanted to do was to better understand, how do you go about segmenting your customers? And as I'm mentoring these folks, I would get complete silence. Or I would say, how do you prioritize your time? And I would get blank stares. Or tell me about your quota, your goal. What is it? And it would be crickets, Matt. It was ridiculous. And what I realized is that in an effort to improve our sales, People have started to consume content, listen to podcasts, read books, but we've neglected the basic building blocks on which you layer those new sales techniques upon. And so knuckle dragging sales is really about getting back to the basics, not just the basics of selling, but the basics of human
1: interaction. Talking today on Sales Pop to be with John Crowley and we're talking about getting back to the basics of sales, and I completely agree with you on that know, there's a lot of great new technology. There are great channels that we can use to engage uh, with our prospects, but there's an awful lot of fundamentals that uh, that really haven't gone anywhere and probably aren't going anywhere anytime soon. What are a couple examples of some of those fundamental sort of evergreen skills you think salespeople need to have and people should be you know, sort of reinforcing here as we start 2019?
2: So I really think, and the way I kind of wrote the book was the first half um, starts off with reflection. It really is about the mindset. And I think that is something that all of us neglect, especially in the world of sales, because it is commonplace for you to get the no, to have the door slammed in your face, and just constantly be rejected. So having a really strong mental mindset is extremely important. Once you're there and your mind is in the right place, Matt, I think we're living in a society which is like the Jetsons. Remember back, you know, when we were kids, we watched the Jetsons. It was about the future, flying cars. And and, and really, we have that today. We've got automated cars. You've got these computers in your pocket. And what I think has happened is we've become lazy in using, like you said, some of the technologies and some of these systems that are in place And we're neglecting the basics of human interaction. And so I talk about we live in the Jetsons world, but it's really the Flintstones that are winning, those knuckle draggers, because they're getting back to the basics of listening to the customer, providing value. And that's really important, hard to kind of nail down, but really important to find a way to provide value throughout the entire buying process.
1: Talk about sort of getting back to the basics and some of that it relates to just sort of some cases putting in the work in other cases really focusing on a relationship building. I think it's interesting that some of the ways that a lot of successful salespeople have really traditionally mastered the fundamentals. I mean, my dad sold Caterpillar tractors for 35 years. I mean, he was very much a relationship seller. He put in the hard work. I think we also live, in addition to living in an age of the Jetsons and technology, we also live in an age when I think people consider methodologies like the challenger sale to be enlightened. And so the idea of a challenger seller versus a relationship seller versus a hard work seller sometimes puts those old school approaches in a negative light. I don't think that they're necessarily in conflict, but technology aside, how do you reconcile an insight-based challenger approach with some of those traditional approaches uh, from the past?
2: So, I kind of look at the, the, the processes of being a knuckle dragger is really getting back to the basics. And so, most companies have some sort of formal sales process, whether it's utilizing the, the challenger methodology, spin selling, something else. But the confusion, Matt, comes when we start to layer new processes on top of our company's existing formal processes. For me, I intentionally didn't create a process when I wrote Knuckle Dragging Sales because I'm really an advocate for basic human behavior. And so when you're thinking about the mindset, why are you in sales? What are your goals? That first half is really about mindset. The second half is really about execution. It outlines specific tactics that will help you differentiate from the competition and really provide value to those customers. And so what I've been told from the people that have read the book is the thing that they really like is that they can start to plug some of these tactics into their existing process and not disrupt the whole thing
1: talking to john crowley today is the author of knuckle dragging sales if you want to learn more about the book you can go to believe it or not knuckle you'll learn about the book get some additional content lots of good stuff up here for sales leaders for sales reps even for aspiring sales reps and i want to talk about that because i think some of this you talk about kind of getting back to the basics you talk about sort of reinvigorating sales reps with some of the fundamentals what about those aspiring sales reps people that are coming out of school that are starting sales as a new profession you know how do you think about sort of of fundamentals versus some of the new technologies. I think there's, you know, you kind of have to do all of the above, but are there certain skills or certain disciplines that you think a new salesperson needs to focus on first?
2: Matt, you know, when you go back 20 years ago, you would talk about a salesperson and the first thing you did when you got in front of your customer was just look around, right? You wanted to find some sort of connection point. And you would have to go to their office or or call and ask all the right questions, catch them at the right time and and ask the right questions. But the reason we did that was because we wanted to have something that we could connect on, something that we have in common. I think today, in today's day and age, with resources like LinkedIn and other social media channels, that information is just sitting out there. It takes time and energy to go and to look it up and to then utilize that information that you have in whether it's the selling process or it's in the interview process, to really make yourself stand out from the rest of the crowd. As much as I want to say, you know, get away from all the shiny new objects and, you know, be a knuckle-dragger, absolutely the new technologies that are out there are making our lives simpler. But you've got to continue to do the basics. You've got to continue to prospect, to make your calls, to do all the, the basics of selling.
1: Now you talk about sort of the, you know, a lot of getting back to basics and I think you, you know, in your materials, you talk about simple wins. I think it can be hard for a lot of sales professionals to keep things simple. We've got a lot of tools. We've got a lot of processes. We're asked to do a lot of volume. There's information flying at us all the time. What are some tactics you've seen work well for a sales rep on Tuesday? Typical Tuesday, emails coming in, meetings they're dealing with, tools they got to log into and use, CRM they have to update. How do you operationalize simple in that kind of a context?
2: For me, I talk about in the book about big fish, right? And so I'm a big proponent of, I like to go fishing and and when I'm fishing, I I don't want to go after the little guys. I want to go after the the big ones, the whales, whatever you want to call it. I think one of those things that you need to do is to segment your customer list. So if you're talking about first thing Tuesday morning, you've gotten all the paperwork off and you're ready to go start calling, You've got a list of five to ten big fish, top priority. These are the big whales that you want to go after, and you make sure that every Tuesday, not just this Tuesday, but every Tuesday from now after, the first thing you're doing is trying to find a way to engage those big fish and provide value. So it really answering your question, Matt, it comes down to segmentation how well do you segment and then how disciplined are you at keeping those big fish top of mind and keeping yourself top of mind with those big fish.
1: You talk a little bit about sort of that discipline and for me as I think about, okay, like how do you operationalize discipline? I think about habits, I think about checklists. I think about how to manage my time. Are there some of those that you found more important, both yourself having carried it back for so long as well as with some of your consulting clients today? Like, is it about calendar? is it about task lists? Is it about just having a habit to process your following? Is it a little all of the above?
2: I think it's a little bit of all of the above. For me, and kind of the, the advice that I give most of the coaching clients is, if it's not being scheduled, it's not getting done. And so being sure that you schedule your time with your big fish in your calendar so that every whatever the day is, Monday or Tuesday, that you're focusing on those top five to ten customers really is key. And if you schedule it, it will get done. If you throw it on a task list, that's just something that you'll do eventually. So those top priorities, segmented customers, make sure that you're putting it in your calendar that you're going to prospect to find a way to connect and add value for those people certain times every single week.
1: Like well, calendar versus task list, I, I think that's good advice for anyone, whether you're in sales, aspiring sales, or in any given department. You got to take a quick break here, pay some bills. We'll be back with more with John Crowley. We're gonna talk more about knuckle dragging sales. I want to talk a little bit about whether this applies to knuckle dragging marketers, what that might mean, and how these lessons apply there as well. Lots more coming up. We're we'll right back here on Sales Ryan Radio. <laughs>
0: Are you tired of sending emails and wondering if they're ever even open? Well, if so, you might need MailTag. MailTag is a Chrome browser extension for your Gmail that allows you to track your emails in real time. You receive email alerts right on your desktop as soon as the emails are open. Imagine that. And as a special thank you for being a listener of this show, we've teamed up with MailTag.com to provide you guys with a special discount on your MailTag subscription. Just use the promo code HINZ, H-E-I-N-Z, and you can get half off for life. That's 50% off for as long as you use it. If you want to check it out, go to MailTag.io to start your completely free 14-day trial. No credit card required. And if you like it, just put that promo code HINES in there and you get half off for life. What could be a better deal than that? Quit worrying about whether your emails are open. Check out MailTag.io.
1: The way we do business is advancing faster than ever before, yet amongst the disruptions there's one pillar that stays standing through it all, the power of a relationship. Relationships are at the core of everything. So how are today's organizations developing, nurturing, and leveraging them to drive success? Download the new research report on the state of relationship marketing and learn how your team can bridge the gaps between relationships and revenue. Download your free report at HeinzMarketing.com, that's H-E-I-N-Z (music) marketing.com.
0: All right, let's pick it back up with our Cro-Magnon uh, discussion here about knuckle-dragging salesmen. And can I ask a quick question before you jump back of, in here? Of course, of course. A million years ago, I did sales, direct sales. I, ha- I worked for Xerox copiers, and I had to p- pull my copier out of the out of the station wagon. You don't even remember what station wagons look like, <laughs> and and collapse the cart and push it up and down the hallways of all the buildings saying, copier, who wants a Copier. And the only thing that kind of got me through that experience was the old Cro-Magnon knuckle draggers that had been doing that territory for 20 years. And they sort of took me aside, hey, kid, here's how we do it. You don't do that. Come on. Are there still that kind of mentoring going on? Or has that world disappeared and new salespeople are just coming in, reading books, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube? Are they still learning, from mentoring from the old tribal chieftains before them here?
1: Hey John, I think that's a question for you. I think there's always
2: room for mentoring. I will say that the market has moved so fast in the last 10 years that if you haven't adjusted with the market and and developed some sort of technical acumen, that you will get left behind. And I can tell you, I meet with kind of more senior level, let's call it wiser reps all the time that inevitably, if you're in sales, it's a high risk business. And there are times where you can get downsized completely outside of your control, Matter of fact, I just had a meeting with a guy the other day, and uh, he spent 25 years in pharmaceutical sales. was was very successful, but he got laid off because one of the drugs just went generic. And so as we're talking, I started talking to him about, like, hey, I see you're from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, and I see that you know you worked at Pfizer. I worked at Pfizer. And the look on his face was just completely perplexed. He had no idea where I was getting this information. So he finally stops me, and he goes, where are you, how do you know that I lived in New Jersey? I said, the first thing I did was look at your LinkedIn profile, and I you know, saw what you'd done in the past. This guy had gone by the wayside. He was a cro Magnum knuckle-dragger, but he did not adapt, and he did not evolve with technology. So to answer your question, Paul, is you know, I'm I afraid that there are certainly guys that are out there that have not kept up with the times, and they will go extinct if they don't find a way to evolve with the sales process, the new sales
1: process. You could argue that that kind of an impact is everywhere. I think we see it in sales, we see it in marketing. You see some people that are just old school marketers that either are stuck in their old advertising ways or believe they shouldn't have to work with the sales organization to to drive value. And so I think there's... If you listen and you and you smile, there's things you can learn from all of those people that have been around for a long time. Some of those fundamentals, but I think it's always a combination of all of the above. We're uh, here, at Sales Pipeline Radio, talking to just a few more minutes with John Crowley. He's the author of Knuckle Dragging Sales. Make sure you join us next week. We got a group of guests coming up over the next few weeks on Sales Pipeline Radio as well. Next week, we have Brian Scudamore. He is the founder and CEO of one 800 got chunk Really excited to hear his story. I know he's got some great sales stories as well. His new book called WTF, which for him stands for willing to fail, talks about his entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey. So excited to have Brian next week on Sales Pipeline Radio. John, talk about knuckle dragging marketing for a little bit. And I think what I want to hear is as a knuckle dragging salesperson, as someone who's back to the fundamentals, what do you need from marketing in marketing organizations or organizations you're working with? What do you need from marketing to make sales successful?
2: I think it, it, there's really two main things is one, a coordination of the messaging, making sure that What is coming out of the rep's mouth aligns with what marketing is doing. So that would be the first piece. And then this would be qualified leads. But going back to kind of knuckle-dragging, I'll give you an example. You know, I've worked for many years in the healthcare industry. You know, I was working with a company, big Fortune 15 company, that was dumping a ton of money into advertising. But as we dug deeper and we started looking where they were spending their money, it was all in print ads. And I'm just sitting there scratching my head going, guys, what are you doing? They had zero social media presence whatsoever. They were dumping it into print, just print ads that would then be distributed out by their sales reps. So I think the second component is You've got to get leads that are hot leads, and as soon as those things come in from marketing, it needs to then be pushed to the sales team. It can't get cold and stale. The quicker a salesperson can follow up with a lead, the higher the probability that they close that sale in a shortened period of time. Those are the two things I would say, Matt.
1: I want to talk a little bit about best laid plans as well, right? You know, whether you're following a new strategy or whether you're combining that with some of the old fundamentals from the knuckle draggers, you know, we are sitting here on, as we record this is January 17th, we're two and a half, almost three weeks into 2019. And there's plenty of sales reps that are facing resilience opportunities already that are getting lots of no's, that are facing prospects that haven't moved as quickly as they want. How do you adjust? Like, how do you handle resilience as a sales professional and how, you know, how much of that is, the strategy you bring how much of that is mental just to try to sort of position yourself and to to ensure that you're staying positive and staying focused on what you can control and what you can do moving forward
2: you know as much as i want to say it's mostly mental and, and it certainly has a lot to do with the, the mental aspect if you haven't been strategic in the approach that you've taken to your territory if you haven't segmented your customers if you haven't come up with a coordinated call plan then All the work that you put in could just be spinning your tires. So I think sales is mostly, if you were just to break it down from a percentage perspective, it is greater than 50% mental. There certainly is the strategic and tactical side that goes along with it. But if you don't have the right mindset coming out of the gate, you're done. But you certainly need to make sure that you're continuing those strategical tactics that will drive the end result. If you're calling on the right people with the right message at the right time, you've got a higher probability of being successful, especially if you've got that positive mindset, Matt.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Awesome. Just a few more minutes here with John. And I think you, you clearly, you know, you have been successful in your career in selling. I think you've, you know, anyone who's kind of publishing and as much as you are has learned from a lot of people along the way. Who are some people that you have particularly learned from, people that uh, you would recommend others kind of check out? They could be authors, they could be speakers, they could be alive or dead. But who are some of the business leaders and thinkers that have most influenced you? I would say
2: probably the biggest influence would be Seth Godin. And, and that's, coming from a guy who is a sales guy, I think the reason I've resonated or Seth has resonated with myself is because he is my antithesis. If you put us next to each other, we couldn't be further the same or we couldn't be uh, more different. Seth is extremely analytical in his approach, and I really have enjoyed his marketing mindset, but then the way he brings sales into that conversation. So that would be my hands down number one go-to choice.
1: Oh, that's great. It's a good recommendation. He's someone who's been publishing for a long time. And talk about knuckle draggers. I think there's you know, folks that have said he might be a little old school, but the advice he gives on a daily basis on his blog continues to be uh, well, speaking of blogs and additional information, where can people learn more about knuckle-dragging sales? I know like, people can go to knuckle-dragging-sales.com, get a copy of the book, get some bonus materials. Where else you recommend people go to check out more about this?
2: Go to knuckle-dragging-sales. Everything's linked there. My social media platforms are all there. You can, you can email me, call me. I've got an 800 number. If you want to talk about sales, I'm all open ears, so just give me a shout anytime.
1: Awesome, love it. Well, thank you very much for our guest today, John Crowley, the author of Knuckle Dragging Sales. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to get a copy of this presentation and learn more about the book, and you want to hear this again and have some other folks in your organization listen to this, you'll find a copy up at salespipeandradio.com here in a couple days, and we'll have a transcript with links off to the book and to the other resources John makes available on heinzmarketing.com here shortly. I think, Paul, as we all get older, we all get into knuckle dragging stages, right? Like you know, it's easy, it's easy that you know, we all. Felt like whippersnappers and thought all the old people or didn't know what they were thinking about. And as the uh, as the father of three young kids, I'm already starting to feel like our kids consider me now a knuckle dragger as well. Lots of good thinking today. Good to look at the future and what new opportunities exist. But always always important to learn from the past. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. We'll be back next week with an exciting guest, Brian Scudamore. He's the founder and CEO of one One Hundred Gut juck He'll be joining us talk about his journey in his new book WTF willing to fail. Uh, For my great producer, Paul, this is Matt Hines. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio.
0: You've been riding along on the Sales Pipeline today from the good folks at Matt Hines Marketing right here on the Funnel Radio channel for at-work listeners like you.